so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everyone, this is Ho Ho Hong Kong with me, the host. You should already know by now, but let me introduce myself again. My name is Vivek Mabubani and my co-host who is... Mohammed Magdi. Yeah, we You're are the host who so didn't clear up his throat before we exactly, started Exactly, right. I should have done the... <clears throat> Hello, 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 See, Bumblebee, Bumblebee. One of those things, right? Yeah. yeah, it's okay. It always happens to me. Usually what happens is I think it's clear, and then I press the record button, and it's not clear. Yeah. It's like, you know how you sometimes film some stuff? Mm. They're like, all right, you know your lines are like, yes, record. And you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just mess it up. Yeah. Yeah, that always happens. But I usually what I've learned is that if you power through, mm. they might think, I guess that's how his voice really is. I mean, if they want the very, very clear version, they can always sign up for the Patreon. That's where we right. definitely clear up our throats Oh, before. we clear up our throats and our minds. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we're thinking straight for that one. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash hohopod. Uh, we put bonus episodes every single week, and it's a cool way to support the podcast. Yeah. Back to the main feed. Back to the main show. <laughs> All right. So the thing is this. A lot of people would say, oh, podcast. You know, everyone's got a podcast now. Mm. You know, everyone's doing the little thing. Now, I was talking to some kids. Not kids. I shouldn't say kids. It was university students, right? But you know, I mean, they are kids. Compared to my age, yeah. yes. And uh, I found more and more of them are thinking, oh, we, sh- we want to do startups because it's a new cool thing. Yeah. You know, a startup. I'm like, that, you're just starting a new business, okay? It's just got yeah. this really cool name. That's, I'm, I'm in a startup. <laughs> no, okay, dude, you're just working from your bedroom. Yeah. Please, you know. But uh, definitely there's a really interesting thing where the trend is now not to have to work in an office slash mm. under someone's supervision, un, like, you know, in a full-time job, but more like some, your own idea, how can I make it work? With the internet, obviously anything's possible now. But what I do find is that on paper, everything sounds great. Just like me when I started my, before comedy, I was a web designer, mm. right? And I did freelancing. And I'm like, oh, you know, whatever, you know, get a job, you know, charge the money. This is great. And then you realize, hold on a second. They're like, oh, we need a PO. You're like, what the hell is a PO? <laughs> right? And you start Googling like mm. PO, like post office. I'm like, mm. I need a post office. Well, this is confusing. Turns out a lot of big companies, they had this thing called purchase order. Mm. PO, so they give you a number so they can keep track of which job this is. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, they have many jobs. Right. I have one. Yeah. How, why would I need so, to keep track? Yeah, you know? which one is you which what's your number correct yeah you yeah. just a number i'm like god damn it mm. can i be a name They're like no we don't trust those so there's a lot of these small small things i realize i'm like oh yeah over time you learn which i'm sure like even you running the backstage uh, yeah. comedy you know the more you do you're more like they're like oh we need a po for our ai and then the co will get back yeah. to you you're like ah sure i'll give you that yeah yeah and, and over time the the number of times i've had to create a quotation mm. after giving the invoice I'm just like, what is the point of this? Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like, isn't it the same thing? They're like, no, it's not. No, it's like, not. Like, quotation yeah. is like, they haven't like, approved do you approve? it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do right? you they, like this yeah, money? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then yes. when they do, then you're like, here's the invoice, give me the money. Yeah. And I'm like, but I gave you the invoice already. So in the processing, yeah, but all right, we, our procedures require a quotation first for us to approve. I'm like, you do realize you've approved it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but we need to just put in the system that we have actually approved it. I was like, this yeah. is, I love this admin stuff. I feel like the startup situation, you never really stopped learning. Yeah. Um, no matter how good you are at the job or like being a manager or whatever especially if you're the sole proprietor or you're the only director yeah and there is because everything falls on you right yeah yeah yeah. and there is everything you don't catch no one else catches unless you're very lucky to have someone in your life who's like oh have you done this or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. but there is also so many different little things like what the way i see it at least for running backstage is that there is no task that is very big yeah actually i never have a task that's like oh my god this is gonna take me half a day or a day, unless it's a physical task of setting up a venue. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's expected, yeah. That's expected. We did that for the Jason show or whatever. Yeah. Like, the big shows, you're like, okay, I need to be there and set up yeah. a venue. Uh, or traveling. That's another physical task. But otherwise, any admin task never takes more than one hour. However, at any given time in my life right now, I have at least eight of those. Yeah. At any given time. It's ridiculous. And it's not because it's late. It's just because it's always something. Yeah. So I never had to be like, oh, yeah, my schedule is completely clear. Let me think of what I can do oh, for absolutely. the business or like ex- whatever, like expand it or... or yeah. And this is what I found is that uh, when I was younger, uh, I would see like all these like rich people. Oh, uh, you speak to their secretary. I'm like, why do you all? This? Yeah. Like, I was like, I bet you this is like just a rich man mm-hmm. with like, I have the power to have a person. Oh, a I secretary. would kill to have the secretary now. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. my God. Like now I get it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's because it's basically like a door to say, don't bother me. Yes. Bother that person. That person will let me know if I need to be bothered or not. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but you can still contact me, but you just can't contact me. <laughs> you get my point? I'm like, ah, okay. Makes, makes or at least sense. if I have to fill in a government form every single month, and it's an electronic form that I cannot copy, yeah. that I have to fill it from scratch every single month, and it takes me literally 90 minutes of, of focused work to do, someone else can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah just yeah, like yeah. look at the previous one, do the same thing. It's this monkey work that needs yeah. to be done by a monkey. Yes, yeah, exactly. Of course, with all due respect, if you do want to work, if you we do won't. respect to monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, at the same time, if you do say, hey, you know what? I would love to do that. I mean, we're not calling you a monkey. Yeah. But it is kind of monkey labor. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, another like 10,000 of these forms to fill the same word and then tick the same boxes. And you're like, I, you know yeah, what? Yeah, we are in the process right now of applying for a visa for another touring act. We had Ahmed Ahmed a few weeks ago now and. We have another touring act. And again, you applied for Jason's yeah. as well. And the way the visa application works is, I had enough yeah. <laughs> trouble with immigration, so I'll pick my words carefully. <laughs> is it tenacious, I, yeah. I would say. It's, yeah. it's just, it's a lot of work yeah. that um, that we can do with less of. I feel it's it's their way to really make sure that you really want this person here. Yes. I really, I, I, I think it is the case because they're like, look, if you really want to hire someone, you're going to do whatever it takes mm. to get them here. We want to make sure that guy who just had a casual conversation with their cousin, it's not like, mm-hmm. hey, I'll get you over here, you know, work for me. They're like, ah, sure, what I'll do over the weekend, no big deal. I mean, I understand that. However, we are bringing in temporary, uh, we're not bringing yeah, in full time employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I understand that completely if they're like, okay, prove that this person deserves a job more than a local and blah, blah, blah. And how are you going to support them? And what's their uh, MPF situation? I get all of that. Yeah. I'm bringing in an artist for a weekend. Yeah. I don't need to fill in the same application as the other full-time job. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that's, of like, academic qualifications. And I'm like, that's the crazy like, part. Is, I don't get this. Why do you need yeah, this? Yeah, that's the artist. Like, yeah. I, I get if they want to ask for the credits to make sure they're actually legit for the job. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, like academic qualifications is one of them. And I remember asking Ahmed and he's like, I had high school in 1970s. Yeah. I'm like, do you have the certificate? He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, why would I keep well, yeah. it? And he's like, also, you're the first booker in my life. I asked me for this. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Cause like over here, the thing is this, the number one that the form has it. And I'm like, look, if we don't give it to them, they might come back. We need this. We'll waste a bunch of time. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if I can get it, let me send it to him. Like even with Jason, I was like, Jason, if you have anything, just give it to me. I'll send it. I'm sure they won't care. I mean, Jason, for Jason, it's so easy because so he's, he's a doctor. doctor. Yeah, exactly. You must have that. <laughs> yeah. Right. But and I, they're probably like, ooh, impressed, even though it has nothing to do oh, with yeah. his current Comedy, job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like, oh, doctor, let's yeah, bring him. Yeah, let's bring him in. Yeah, we yeah. need that talent. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. So I, I think it's it's a really old uh, f- kind of system that they have because again. 
you're hiring a performer to come in just to do a show and leave. Mm. You need a work visa. I totally understand it. But there's no real way of saying this is a performer. Can we skip all this other junk? Right. Make sure we have medical insurance. This and that. We're covered. We're done. Yeah. He's just going to come and do this thing and get out. There's nothing more. But again, I think they're, they're safeguarding the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, you may claim he's a performer. Right. You may put up this whole, you know, posters and this and that and pretend he's doing stuff. Mm. He comes in Hong Kong, like, robs a bank. He's like, ah, <laughs> God damn it, you know. Uh, we can actually also, like, what's your, because you have uh, the company shared with Tim Chan. Yes. Which yeah. is Hall of Laughs. Hall of Laughs. Yeah, the, yeah. Which the main, I, 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 as far as I understand, the main activity is the, the Laugh Festival, correct? Yeah. Like that, the, the anchor kind of. Kind of like the, the, mm. the, the, the what's the word? Flagship. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the okay. Laugh Festival we normally have in September, October time. And then you have your own brand, which is you, basically. Yeah, Vivek Mobani is yeah. my own company. That, that's right. Takes to take care of everything that I personally do as a performer myself. Right. So Hall Laughs is more like a uh, kind of like a company get together thing where we sure. needed a company for certain let's say certain projects, certain jobs because you know certain companies are like oh we need a full, full limited company. And LLC, fair, yeah. yeah, LLC, and also to be fair to all the comedians, we're like look, it, it won't be fair if I'm like getting the money in my pocket and then I give it back to you guys. I'm like look, it's all it's transparent. You can't you hide money this and that. It's a limited company, so you have to get audited everything like that. Mm. So whatever money comes in is there. You can see it. You know it. It you know completely transparent to everything now. The thing is, though, is that this does also call, cause a little bit of conflict of interest. For example, let's say a job comes in, right? And they happen to contact Hall of Laughs, mm. all right? Which Tim and myself check. Right. And they're like, oh, we want to book Tim Chan. Mm. Now, does Tim Chan take it directly? Ooh. You get it? So yeah, it's a kind, yeah. of, kind of an honor system thing. Sure. So we have this thing where it's more like, look, if they... You're like, do you only want Tim Chan? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, do you, don't you want someone yeah. else as well? So there's yeah. a little bit of that that will happen. And I, I spoke to Tim about it. I was like, look, this is inevitable. Because it's just hard. Because again, I, I was before Hall of Labs. Tim Chan was before Hall of Labs. Mm. So Hall of Labs doesn't own us. Now, if someone comes to us, we don't have to go to Hall of Laughs and say, oh, Bill Hall of Laughs and we take a commission or whatever. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. So mm. it's more like an honor system where like, look, we worked with, together so long. Yeah. We trust each other where if the job came in and they did, in fact, come through Hall of Laughs, they say they saw a show or they contacted the email or whatever, mm. we'll just say Hall of Laughs was a finder's fee. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. And you just put it in the business account. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, if they did book, let's say, a multiple person show, for example, as long as there's more than one person performing and it's through Hall of Laughs, then mm. it's a Hall of Laughs show. Sure. You get it? Then yeah. we only get paid like our artist fees mm. like that. So there's a lot of that. So it's more like a kind of an understanding. There are going to definitely be times where they came to a Hall of Laughs show and probably emailed me directly. Mm. And it's like, well, I mean, how do I know? Yes. Right? So it's you kind of help that. But the good thing with Hall of Laughs is that it's not so much a heavily profit-making company, but more like having the system there for us to do these things that require the profit-making mentalities. For example, yeah. like running shows at like restaurants and everything, it's better to have Hall of Laughs because then they deal with it easier. Sure. Because the, 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 the restaurant group, there's yeah, like, yeah. businesses and everything. It's just easy. with like certain banks that are like, you no, know, we have to have a limited company for, you know, for, uh, for their own compliance and everything. Mm. So it's like, guy that's covered as well. But so, yeah, Hall of Laughs does not produce weekly shows, for example, or even it, monthly shows. Uh, no, it actually does. Uh, Tim Chan now takes over and does his own show mm. uh, because like he kind of went viral and everything. He decided, mm. I was like, look, Tim, I, I'm not going to be all like, hey, hold on a second, you can't. But it's more like uh, when we do, we perform like maybe once or twice a month. Mm. Usually, if it's like a Tim Chan hosted show, he'll handle it himself. But if it's like a, sh I always, I told Tim it's very simple. If there's any show that you and myself are performing together, mm. that's a whole live show. Sure, you get it. So either you do your own show and I'm not on, I do my own show and you're not on. But the moment we're together, it must be. To be fair, whole live. Sure. If we do any like restaurants and everything outside, then it's a whole live show. Mm. As long as it's outside of our little base. That's a whole last show. Sure. So it's kind of a, there's an understanding with that. Mm. But of course, then you know, private events here and there come, and 
look at the end of the day it's more for the comics to, to enjoy of course rather than say hey where's our cut you know mm. so a lot of the Chinese and it's not that big enough like the cake is not big it's enough it's not to, that big yeah. it's like oh my god like hundreds of thousands of dollars you yeah. know so it's there and it was like look the whole point of the company like I said was more to have a platform and a system in place should let's say a comedian get booked and they're like hey I can't handle this I find mm. the company will take care of everything yeah. you just do your set we'll pay you as a, an artist fee so that was the thing now the, the, the funny thing though is that with that comes with all the boring admin stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. So now you're going to register a company. Done. Okay, you, who's the directors? I'm like, what? I'm sorry. Mm. Movie? He's like, no, no, you have to have directors. How yeah. do you want the shareholders? That, that. Are like, you managing or executive director? Yeah, for yeah. Example. Those, yeah. right? You know, are you the also the secretary? You know, for yeah. you to have those uh, meetings together, you have to have the minutes. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Why are you up my business, man? It is, it is insane. So to answer the, the kid who asked you earlier about like how... Oh, it's, it seems fun. Oh, well, two things. Number one is yeah. that, yeah, people are now, especially after COVID, where people did work from home and are slowly trying to, like, slowly going like, wait, why am I going to the office every day? Yeah. That doesn't really make sense. And they are right. Like, there is a lot of jobs, a lot of meetings. Like, imagine, even until, like, early 2000s, when you see in the movies and whatever on the news, like, they fly a CEO in... And you see them like on the news, like some Bloomberg or whatever. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I flew in from Tokyo for this meeting. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That's, that's a meeting. You're meeting another person. Yeah. You can just have it on Zoom. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. is actually true. I mean, you, like you, when you fly to just meet another business person, yeah. not a, a personal relationship, but a business person yeah. to talk and fly back. That's first of all, that fucks up the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And imagine how many people do that. And it's, it's a conversation. See, if you need to see each other, just open Skype or so whatever. So there you go. Now, this is the thing. This is the big challenge of they're like, no, but the human touch and everything. Which, again, I, fair enough. You know, having people in person does make a difference. But I'm always like, dude, you know, I mean, I know you get you have the money and the power to do it. And you're like, well, I can afford it. So whatever. But there's also, yeah, there's the, the moral conscious. Yeah, the, the environment. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. The, the environmental aspect of it yeah. is very big because it's not one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, it's yeah, like sure, there's like 20, 30 percent more when it's in person like face to face however yeah for the sake of just the yeah. bigger go- and also you're it's a cost even if it's not your own cost yeah like someone is saving money oh yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is which is great i would say so this is the thing i think it'll definitely a new generation mindset just like think of it this way like nowadays when you're at a restaurant and let's say you use those paper straws which first of all don't really work much yeah right? <laughs> but you do that the customer comes and going like, okay, mm. I could support this. But when they see a plastic straw, they're like, dude, I, I don't want to, I, I feel bad. Yeah. So it's that mind shift change where eventually yeah. the next generation of CEOs is going to like, I could not be seen flying all the way there exactly. to say hello. Yeah. You know? And hopefully by then we'll have like hologram technology and everything to do the same effect, <laughs> right? We'll have that. Yeah. Now, however, this is the fun part of having a business though, which people forget is that now you have the fun thing, which is my favorite thing called business expenses. Oh, God. Oh, those are crazy. Now, First of all, how many times have you found yourself going to get a pack of chocolates mm. and you're like, well, the office needs it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, know. I can't really get away with much of that because I work from home. Yeah. So it's like, it's going to get very blurry if I tell the auditor, like, oh, dear, like, oh, did you expend, expense like dishwashing soap? I'm like, I work from home. Yeah, yeah. That's my I mean, office. Like, you know, the clothes for the show. I mean, come yeah. on, buddy. So to be honest, I'm going very, very strictly by the book. Yeah. Uh, and just like anything that is an, an actual expense as in like, you know, like um, like a mic stand, yeah, yeah, for yeah, example, something like clear, that. Very clear. Very clear. But yeah. anything else, I just, I can't because I don't, not just that I want, I don't want the trouble. Having to explain it is yeah. another thing I need to do. I'm like, you know what? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in general, the expenses part for a business like mine or yours, 
It's so many, as I was saying, like it's so many small things. Yeah. So like t- for me, at least like having to working in a regular venue now with Base Hall. So the points of contact that I have are Base Hall, the guys who run Base Hall. I have all the comedians that I work with that I, that I yeah, book yeah, and yeah. manage. And then I have the designers who bo- design the posters. And then I have the auditors who yeah. do the, the, uh, the accounting yeah. and stuff. And then I have the actual bank people who are like making sure everything is... And then I have the ticketing. And ticketing is two different people yeah. or two different groups under one group. It's Eventbrite and Zicket all under Eventbrite yeah. for some reason. And then you have all of these guys. And then I have my own records. And own records is the payments for the comedians. Yeah. That's one sheet. And then the booking system with the venue. And then I have... Uh, QuickBooks, which is for my own accounting to make sure that's uh, the PL for the business. And then I have each individual comedian because I need to pay them to directly to their bank account. Yeah. So each individual comedian, like their, their information yeah, they, or whatever. And then I have the individual shows PLs. Yeah. So you know, right? this show made well, this, this show, show made well, yeah. and whatever, and all of these things. And then on top of all of that, I also have the touring act that I need to make offers for. Yeah. And to do that, yeah. I have to apply for visas for these guys and also talk to them and sometimes their agents. And then you also have the environment, the FEHD. Oh, yeah, the TPP, the, the temporary place of public entertainment license. Right, so FEHD yeah, yeah. is involved in every show now, which is the, the I don't know what the F stands for, but, oh, it's a, a food. food in, yeah. yeah, food and e- environment, environmental. Uh, I think health edge, department. Health department. Yeah, department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they basically, the ones who give restaurant license or liquor license and also in our case entertainment license and uh, base hall does not have their full license yet to just have one forever it takes a very long time we applied for it for the the riff and it took ages so i understand but that means also that we have a apply for a temporary one for every show luckily now we have a good relationship with them so it takes like we can apply for one license that covers the whole month but that also means i need to apply so now everything that i just said for the last few minutes I'm doing it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, is yeah. just Which is a startup, everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's how startups work. Yeah, yeah. So just you can cut that and send it to the kid yeah. who told you how fun startup is or like, yeah. oh, I want to do the own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, none of these things I enjoy, by the way. Yeah. Like, I don't hate, but yeah. they're not things that are creative for, for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, look at me. Like, ex- I'm like, in my zone, man. Like, yeah, you know, no, yeah. I'm just like, I'm an employee of myself, sure. Yeah. And sure, I can start half an hour late if I woke up with a headache. That's great luxury. But at the same time, what you don't understand is that if any of these things don't happen, that then none of the other things happen and then I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, there's no, oh, also there is obviously the physical part of it, which is the running the show. Yeah. So when you come to the show as an yeah. audience, and I'm sure some of the listeners, a lot of the listeners came, you greet me first. Yeah. I scan your tickets. Yeah. I sit you down or like talk to the ushers or whatever. But I also jump on stage a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the producer of the show, yeah. which means I sit in the sound booth yeah. and make sure the sound and light are good or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then make sure that and then you have to handle every incident. So the last one that happened right before I we we're recording this, we had Tim Toe, previous guest in the podcast, headline, did a great show. What happened, and maybe someone from the listeners was there, what happened is that I uh, I was a little understaffed. There was like two or three shows happening at the same night, including oh, yeah, there were three shows. It was I Soho House, there was your show, and I believe Aftermath as well, Correct. happening all at the same time. Yeah, and I think Tambi was out of town, and a, a couple of you guys were running thin, basically doing one or two shows. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. and I had a private show on the same yeah, yeah, yeah. day. So yeah, basically, the there was no available comedians, f- except for t- two guys that yeah. I can book. So I had to jump on stage to host. 
Yeah. Which is fine. I, I've been doing this for a long time. I yeah. can host cold is what we call it. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. go straight up and kind of like get the crowd warmed up and like, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe talk to them individually, kind of like make light crowd oh, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And then basically the first opening act who's the really the one who starts the show, yeah. which in that case was you. Yeah. That and night. you came in. Uh, coming from Soho was, House. Yeah, I was coming from Soho House. So basically, I was performing in Soho House that night. But mm-hmm. since I was at the last spot in Soho House, I could come do a spot at Base Hall and go back. Now, the one benefit of performing in Soho House is that they include dinner. Yes. And uh, anyone who knows dinner me... Dinner is very nice. It's very nice dinner. And anyone who knows me, when you tell me <laughs> it's included, I make sure it's included in my appetite, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I made sure to show up there. Because we did the gig in the afternoon together, that private yeah. event. We finished. I dropped off all that equipment and everything that we had. Then uh, you went back home to, to get some work or get ready, mm-hmm. get freshened up. I went to the house, got my dinner, got a cab straight down to base hall, did the set with you. Uh, then I had to zoom right out to Soho House to do the ending set over there. Yeah, that's yeah, also so. the life of the comedian, everyone. Oh, yeah, Which, that, that part is the glamorous that's fun, part. Yeah, that's, that's really fun. fun. Like, I'll tell you this. The, it's so much fun when you go there, you, the show starts, you're like trying to coordinate with the other side. Like, hey, guys, uh, the show's going to start in five minutes. I'll be done in like 10. I'll see yeah. you at the bit. And then like, I get on, I finish it. I'm like, message them. Okay, finish my set. We'll get a taxi coming over. Yeah. You know, that's like it, exciting. That's the fun part. Yes. Yeah, I remember I've done a few. I've even done like the Cross Harbor where I did chips side show straight, come down to Central, do another set. Whoa. Those are fun. My Like I said, my highest one I've done is five sets a day that's nuts that was that's the like craziest. new york level oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, but it was it was over the whole day yeah so that was the craziest one and i remember that i'll tell you this this is a really insane story so i had four sets and there was one more private booking that really really wanted me mm. and i'm like buddy it's gonna be so tight i have like an hour between there's no way i can make it in time and everyone wants the same day same Why? day i don't know it just happened to be something just mm. all fell into the same place right? i'm like whatever and then they got back to me because again the secretary got back to me saying yes uh, the owner <laughs> yeah. or whoever the person will send his car mm. to pick you up from Wan Chai where you're at at this time I mean take, you're someone who also just got picked up to go to Bangkok and come yeah, back yeah true yeah so. that, that was pretty badass <laughs> I, I, like that that experience speaking was, of fucking up the environment yeah <laughs> go, you yeah. could have done the show on Zoom <laughs> I mean, I, with my technology I should <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly they could have afforded a hologram exactly. system yeah yeah no that was really cool anyway so coming back to this I remember that they picked me up from Wan Chai uh, gotten that little and of course these kinds of cars are not like the normal like you know Bentleys and this is like the family van kind of things where they have the driver mm. picks me up so they know exactly I'm in the car now I'm on my way they're like okay let's just wrap things up because he's going to show up I show up I did like I think 10 minutes the car's already waiting for me down to take Whoa. me back straight to Wan Chai so literally within the hour I'm leaving Wan Chai same space I leave there come out do a set go back and I'm back there yeah it's, it's absolutely insane that's wild yeah yeah I mean at, at that point I'm like oh, this is great I remember when I was in back hall as well I was like I what did I, I it's not even 24 hours I'm already back at the airport now yeah it was insane like just the idea of being in a car from the Intercontinental Hotel and then the drivers the same driver from mm. last night yeah you know probably the same shift sure and I'm like sitting there going like wait what just, what ha- just happened yeah, yeah what just yeah. happened I, did I just do a rehearsal sleep wake up <laughs> eat breakfast do the set and go yeah whoa and like, that's what I mean I tell people like yeah you. but it comes with all the, the, the downside the pains as well yeah you know the prep work the admin like go back and, and you forth. have like yeah and you also have you have to factor in like unexpected things which going back to Tim Toe's show like so far we're going smooth pretty much yeah. like we're starting the show it's quite busy and you know I'm checking people in and everything I know I'm gonna host cold uh, and also people were just kind of hanging around the bar again a good sign people are enjoying the, themselves yeah. before the show so I went up and did like an announcement hey guys we'll start the show in a few minutes blah blah all good and then I went up again cold so it's basically no music nothing I'm just yeah. going on it's like hey everybody the show just started and we get an applause we kind of get the show rolling and I have very light 
kind of like uh, so who knows tim who's friends of tim very yeah. super very basic stuff and then i get heckled from the left side of the stage and the man says well it is a heckle but it's also like i guess he was being nice or clever or whatever he just said uh, you're very hot like <laughs> some guy in a suit yeah it felt kind of like not malicious i'm yeah, like yeah. Uh, so i engage with him we do like you know you see all these clips online or whatever same thing like oh are you hitting on me like i'm single blah blah people are laughing we're we're kind of like we're Bantering getting a bit yeah yeah we're also building momentum the show is starting now there's a comedian there's banter it's fine i wasn't annoyed by the heckle yeah however i ask him back so uh, what's your story uh, who's the lady next to you and as soon as i look at her i realize she is fast asleep yeah she's out of it she's completely out yeah, but she's not like mind you this is around 8 p.m. when the show just started. Show just started. On a Thursday 8 night. 8 p.m. Thursday yeah. night. She's also in the front row, which now I have to slow down and explain to the audience how important that is. Yeah. Because front row, first of all, we didn't set sit them in the front. Yeah, Sometimes if the show is like light crowd, we kind of push them to the front. The, the show is busy. They sat on the front on their own. But also, they're on left front, side front, which means the entire room can see them. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not back front. to the yeah, audience. Exactly. Like the side, they're yeah. yeah, they're side, which means everyone can see them. So now, I start looking at the lady, and I'm like, this is not just like a drunk, like yeah. someone who's tired. Someone who I know is not the case, but she looks like she's drugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, she's just out, she was cold. She's out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right. So now I'm... Remember, I'm the host, the room is cold, and we just want to build momentum. So now I'm like, is she okay? And then she kind of slowly wakes up. Yeah, she and woke she go- up, she's like, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah. Uh, she went back straight back to yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this, lo- I made a couple of jokes, people are laughing again, so we're like, but then I had, to, I literally had to stop the show, maybe three minutes in, and I go, hey, everyone, I have to make an executive decision. Yeah. You cannot sit here in the front. So she's out again, but the yeah. guy goes like, why? I'm like, well, because you're in the front row, and no matter what you say, and no matter how much you don't want this, everyone will be looking at her. Yeah, yeah. Well, whether she wants it or not. Is she awake? Is she asleep? Is yeah. she awake? Is she asleep? Is she okay? Yeah. Also, I cannot run the risk of her falling off her chair in the middle of the show. Correct. Plus, she looks unwell anyway. So while I will defer to her if she wants to stay in the room or not, I cannot have her in the front row. At least she needs to be in the back yeah. where someone can take care of her Correct. if she feels worse. So at this point, I called for you and the, the venue manager to try to deal with it because I couldn't. It yeah, would get worse yeah. if I walk to her and be like, yeah. hey, let's go. Yeah, then like, I can do many you. jobs, but I'm, I don't want to be the fucking bouncer yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you walk up to her with Simon, with yeah. the venue manager, and I don't know what the conversation you were having. So it was just a bit like, oh, can we? I'm really sorry you got to move and everything like that. And then I think the the, the guy kept saying, no, no, leave it, leave it. The, the lady next to her was like, yeah, let her go. She's like, she's definitely out of it. And we were trying to get her. She's like, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. Like, oh, you know what? Okay, we're going to keep our eye on her. Mm. Because right now it's going to be really difficult to just drag her out. Yeah. And the the guy next to her was like, no, no, just leave her. And the guy like, oh. was, was like, yeah, aside from the heckling in the beginning yeah, yeah. and like refusing to cooperate. Yeah, yeah. Again, maybe a lot of people in listening now and in the audience might not understand that she cannot be in the front row yeah there is no possibility with the show would go on yeah. with her in the front row unless she goes she freshens up completely yeah. we can see she's 100 percent fine and yeah. engaging then she can sit it's still bad because the audience will keep continuing to look at her again whether you want it or not that is going to happen correct and eventually 
So, so she was moved. I think the lady next to her kind of like took her to make sure that, she's yeah, okay. Yeah, she did. She did. I saw her moving her. That's why she went to the booth area, and I'm like, yeah. okay, you're good. And I was like, hey, I, you want to drink or anything? I'd be happy to get you. Like, not not the the out lady, yeah. but the the one who helped out. I'm like, if you want to drink, I'm happy to give you because like, yeah. I, I know I have a coupon. I'm like, I could use that to get her a drink. Mm. And then the lady who's out of it, I got her some water as well. I'm mm. like, yeah, have some water or stuff like that. And then yeah, they just sat in the back over there. Yeah. And I made sure they had a view of the show at least. I was like, come on, you know, I yeah. don't want to be out. So of when it. I got off the stage to bring you up, and then I got off the stage, I went to look for her, and the lady who was with her was basically taking her home. She was like, yeah, uh, no, she's she's yeah, done, she's out, like, yeah, she's out and everything. And the guy sat in the front during your set, and after you left, he also just kind of like stayed on his phone a little bit, and then he left as well. Oh. Uh. So he actually didn't stay for the show, but the, also, the point of this is also for people to understand that. If you as a host make a decision like this, people will not like you. And yeah, you yeah. already fucked up your likability sure. because from their point of view, you are the guy who kicked the sleeping lady out of the show. Correct. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that is not a good look. Yeah. But it's an important and it's 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 the only call to I mean, make. after all, yeah, the show see the, the job of the host is not to shine, but more like to make the show go smoothly. Yeah. And also that nice show was Tim Toe's headlining show. Exactly. So all that mattered is for him to shine. Yes. And his set to be fantastic. And it doesn't matter if everyone else just like, you know, becomes collateral damage or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And the set's like, yeah, I got to take the bullet for the team. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't like, oh, look at me. I did the right thing. It's like, I don't want any of this to happen. Yeah, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't, shouldn't happen at all. Yeah, there should be and no even bullets. If it, oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There should yeah. be no bullets. But even if it is okay, someone is too drunk, whatever that happens, it's human nature. However, if someone makes a call like this can you please cooperate yeah like don't make it even more difficult yeah, it's yeah, already yeah. like kind of weird yeah and it's a comedy show i know i know i think see that's the thing is that same with soho house we actually had these uh this couple in the front where they were basically very very talkative mm. and they were responding to different different bits mm. you know and like i remember when steve lee went on and then they were like kind of being responsive trying to they were trying to tag give tags here and there oh god you know then tim chan <laughs> went on and they were tagging a lot because they had seen him online they were like oh instagram yeah seen your stuff right and so they're probably a fan mm. but then it was one of those really over the top enthusiastic fans were like dude don't tag like there's a rhythm <laughs> to it you know yeah and then i went on and i i remember in the beginning i just like i ah, shut up you know that kind of thing and i kept doing my stuff because i could sense that the crowd were like they were tired of this person mm. at the same time like i've never been the type of guy to attack an audience but like, ah, you're a piece of shit fuck you and that kind of thing mm. but i was like dude i'm just gonna not gonna acknowledge you so you kind of feel like oh i guess oh he doesn't want to play Okay, fine, mm. you know. But eventually, you could sense he was still trying to do the tags. And eventually, I was like, okay, let's banter, mm. let's do this. And I, 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 I think I, I saw Tim post about how he does not want to be heckled. I think I'm Tim sure, Chan posted yeah. something like along the lines of like some comedians enjoy it, like that's completely fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just or not like enjoy it, yeah. like it's okay for them to engage. Yeah, Tim's like, please, like politely, he's like, don't heckle me. I yeah, don't, yeah. like, it's not okay. Yeah, he doesn't like it, which all. is fine. Yeah, 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 yeah you exactly. Know thing. Yeah, exactly. He's a comedian like Jerry Seinfeld. Like he's just a comedian who goes on stage and tells that's jokes. That's he doesn't it. engage with Mark, uh, Norm Macdonald. Like yeah, these yeah. guys, they're comedians. You gotta respect the style. Yeah, as opposed to like Andrew Schultz or Mark Norman oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like you know even the local guys like um, Pete Grella oh, yeah. Ryan Heineck there's old, a lot of yeah, guys old work, yeah. exactly old crowd work or at least they're responsive and kind of ready for it yeah but some other guys is like just respect the fucking art yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens man but then, so that's the, see that's the other downside of the, the startups and everything mm. however again the ability to have your own business in, mm. in many ways that sense of 
ownership. It's like, oh, this is the best, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. So again, I think it comes down to this. I tell people like, look, there's always the fun, glamorous side of whatever you're doing. And let's be honest, I've been to I've been to so many startup uh, pitching events that I've hosted mm-hmm. from the elevator pitch to the Start Express and everything. And you see all these great ideas. And I always tell people like, it's great for these six minutes when they're pitching it to you. But I guarantee they're sitting in that office trying to, you know, somehow squeeze in another idea at like three in the morning because like I oh, we have to figure something out now you know you know <laughs> after and a couple of lines of some whatever substance. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> whatever it takes whatever that lady was using the yeah. opposite of it that didn't make me fall asleep <laughs> you know that kind yeah. of thing but yeah I mean there's a lot of that but I'll tell you this though uh, I go to a lot of schools to give talks right for career days and all that stuff and I tell them like look you must understand there are two types of people there's a type of person that's the self-employed kind of person that mm. I want to be in control and everything but there's a type of person who's like dude I'll do the job great. But the moment I'm out, don't even talk to me. <laughs> don't even touch me. I don't care about this job kind of thing. I and feel like it's turning a lot in Europe. There is a lot of that now, which yeah. I think is, I think my buddy who lives in France said it's illegal now to for his boss to message him after, I think, 5 p.m. or something. Yeah, he's something like, like that. He's like, no one. Or email. Like, even the company email servers now do not send emails after a certain time. Uh, it just blocks it, right? Just blocks yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah, I basically yeah. holds it until, like, the next slot yeah. or something. I, yeah. I, I've yeah. heard of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's very good, first of all. because <laughs> It will way. never happen in Hong Kong. Never, do. No chance. Impossible. First of all, the tycoons are like, I'm sorry, I got a party. Yeah. And when I want that food now, yeah. when I want that thing done now, you do it now. Yeah. I mean, let's be very honest. The, the whole system here, you can tell, is designed for... Or the, the top, let's say 10%, to have the best life possible. Mm. And everyone else just get the job done now because I have no patience, you know. <laughs> and I, I get it. And we get, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, you get to benefit that as well, you know, of not course. being in the top 10%. You still go, hey, life is really fast here. I want this. I get this. Mm. Right? I mean, for example, like the life over here, you don't kind of like, I have to drive all the way there to go to 7 Eleven and yeah. you know, it closes at 12. It's like, no, no, no. You want some snack? Uh, two minutes. You got it. Yeah. You know, for sure. It'll get I have it done. always lived uh, in mega cities, actually. Like my entire life, I grew up in. Cairo is like the capital of Egypt, so yeah. one of the biggest cities in the world. And then I moved to Shanghai, like, well, Northeast China for a little bit. But even China as a country is gigantic. But aside from the stint, the small stint when I was teaching in Northeast China, Shanghai and then Hong Kong, actually Cairo, Shanghai and Hong Kong are in the, in the top 10 most pop, like biggest mega cities in the world. And I feel like maybe, maybe in 10 years or five years or whatever might change. But now I can't imagine not having exactly the convenience you're talking about, just like, Oh, yeah, I need to, like, go to 7-Eleven and get, like, a razor. Yeah. Uh, so I need the razor right now. Yeah. I can't imagine having to drive for 20 minutes. Yeah. To, like, it's just, that, to me, that's nuts. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... I do understand that. That other lifestyles, what they do, they stock up, like, hell. Razor was a bad example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you <laughs> I'm like, I need now? to kill myself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really... Yeah, I want to be clean, shaven, and dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need, man. <laughs> such a bad example. <laughs> that's the first thought in your mind, man. <laughs> I worry a lot. <laughs> That's why they put you in the backstage, not the front stage. Yeah, like, exactly. let, this, let this guy have a little thing yeah. about his life, you know. <laughs> no, but I, I understand because, like, you know, the Costco and all that stuff, right, yeah. in the states, and I, the, the whole wholesaling concept where they buy like a hundred packs of tissue. Mm. Like here, it doesn't work because we have no space. Yeah. But there, I get it because, like, every time when I was young, okay, give you an example. When I was young, I remember like I would go to the supermarket sometimes, and I would see like a lot of the expats. They see with trolleys full of stuff. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, just what? come back tomorrow. Yeah, just come back tomorrow. Yeah. Like, this place is open. What's going on? <laughs> and it's not that they won't come back. It's just like, that's how it's always been. Yeah. We go out, we shop. I'm like, but you live like five minutes away. They're like, but I shop once a week. And welcome is not going anywhere. It's not going It's probably going to come closer to you tomorrow. There's another branch opening, <laughs> exactly. guarantee, within your own building, exactly. you know? It'll be that, right? And I remember seeing that. I was just like, I do not understand this logic. And then at no point, I was like, how is this in any way better? Mm. Like, nothing is fresher. 
You may say I'm saving a bit of time traveling, but it's five minutes, dude. Like, yeah. you're not that you're far. You're probably, like, also spending more effort carrying all this shit, yeah. like, heavy stuff Exactly. Up. Organizing it and stuff like that. Like, but Finding you, space for it finding somewhere. Finding space, yeah. yeah. But I do remember, like, for example, McDonald Road. Mm. That was that parking shop over there. I remember, like, precisely that's the one where everyone had the trolleys with, like, stacks of stuff every Saturday. Huh. And I was like, yeah, because on that street, you had a lot of expats living there. Yeah. And they were probably the more British-mindsetted ones where they're like, oh. Saturday is the grocery shopping day. We right. get everything we need for the whole week. Mm. Chicken, this and that. I'm like, I guess the flip side of that is that they get busy. Like they have kids or whatever. So yeah. they might actually like they're, they're working as well. Honest, they've got helpers and everything. I know. Uh, I know. Let's be straight. <laughs> I mean, you tell me that street people are what? Like cleaning their own dishes? Come on. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, not yeah you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Hey, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> they just have a, yeah. It's a just that, that's habit. the habit. That's been yeah. like the habit for like, uh, in the, in, put it this way. It's like. The after work drinks. Mm. It's not a very common thing in Hong Kong for like the local crowd. Mm. But it's a thing that people just do. Like Friday night has after work drinks. Well, a Friday night, I kind of get like, okay, you're kicking off the weekend or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Also, like I see a lot of Monday and Tuesday yeah, you're like, really? after work drinks. I'm like, huh, yeah, what's on, going on here? Need this, yeah. I know, we knew both know people who are just like, this is their default. Like afterwards, like I'm grabbing a pint. Yeah. And then I'm going home. I'm like. Why? Every day? Yeah, why do you need that? Right? <laughs> but that just became the system. Yeah. You know, like, I would understand, like, for example, the person who, like, same example is, like, you checking your Facebook when you're sitting on your, in the toilet. Yeah. It's just, it's a default mode. It's like, well, don't, wait, don't we all do that? Mm. Like, wouldn't you want to do that? What else do you have to do? Read a magazine? Are you mad? <laughs> right? That kind of thing. Or, like, strolling stuff while you're on the train. People are like, no, but you can read. It's like, no, but that's how we've always done it. Right. We've always done social media. Why would I be reading a book instead? But with the with overseas, because they have no internet there, no mm. data, that's why you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, the, the tube or yeah, whatever. The tube has, just yeah, has exactly. No. I remember like in New York, it's like there's no like they really? signal in the Oh, subway. that would drive me nuts. Right? I remember before. Again, I mean, we never it, lived in a place that has that. Even Cairo, by the way, is covered. Yeah, the, maybe the, maybe the they covered. now, but I remember when I went there, maybe like, I think like seven and years ago. And then you spend like, what, half an hour, you're offline? Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't mind being offline for a bit. That's fine. Yeah. But half an hour when you're on a place and like someone, for example, goes like, oh, you know, change of plans yeah. or whatever. And like, oh, and I'll never know. What? Yeah. No, but it's like being on a plane. That's nuts. Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. like, I'm already mad. Right, exactly. Yeah. So these are the most small things, especially now. This is the thing where I tell people that self-employed issues. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's say your job, right? Your full-time job that you employed in and stuff like mm-hmm. Oh, you got to fly to this place for this work. All right, cool. Now, they know you're flying at the time. Which means you have full excuse yeah. of, hey, guys, there's no way in hell you're going to be contacting me. Right. I'm on the plane unless you're giving me the budget for the for the uh, internet on the plane, Wi-Fi. which I'm still not going to use anyway. Which, by the way, shout out to Turkish Airlines. Free Wi-Fi for oh. economy. Wow. Super good. Damn, uh, like dude. On the last flight coming back from, from Istanbul to yeah. here, the whole flight is... I mean, it's good for like you, you can't like download movies. Yeah. But it's good for like WhatsApp and even like uh, like basic, Facebook and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like basic text social stuff. Media, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. it's crazy. That's awesome. So honestly, if you're bo- going to Europe or or you know somewhere in the Middle East, uh, think of uh, Turkish Airlines. Yeah, genuine great service. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good stuff with that. I Very mean, I good. Remember, they also sponsored the Batman versus Superman movie anyway. So I was like, yeah. Which uh, ironically for me, I was like, why would you have to sponsor Superman for flights? <laughs> Unnecessary. But yeah. I remember seeing that. I was like, this is a weird combination. Right. Right. The marketing department, you're kings of this one. Yeah. All right. So. This is the thing is that when you're self-employed and everything, like a public holiday or you've taken your leave, technically you can kind oh, sorry, not self-employed. So when you're employed, mm. you know, you can technically be like, I am, I don't care. Yeah. I'm handing over to this guy. You deal with it. I don't give a shit. Now, self-employed, the problem is like, no, but you can draw lines now. I've read so many books about it. You got to draw the line. I have so many techniques or methods trying my best to stop me from working past a certain hour. Like I have a 14-hour mark. What I do every morning, I wake up. The moment I wake up, I know like I woke up at 930, let's say. 
Now I'm gonna do the math. 9:30 p.m. is gonna be 12 hour mark. 11:30 p.m. is gonna be my 14 hour yeah. mark. At the 14 hour mark, I have a I have a marking in my calendar that'll send me a notification. It's been 14 hours, dude. Yeah. Stop. Right. And wow. Yeah, yeah. I have that to is. Do. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You need that. I mean, oh, you, dude. you also. Yeah. You, I have like so many things going on. Yeah. That I need that to be like, dude. Yeah, Dude, yeah, come on. You know, you, got, you know yeah. what? They can't be like, oh, I don't see the clock. Ah. He's yeah. like, well, it's right there. You, you know what me. I have yeah. that is equivalent to that? My dog. Ah. Because if I. He's like, yeah, time to go. Yeah, time to go, which is really good because, yeah, if I do also now sometimes sit, do straight like eight to 10 hours. Yeah. Basically on, on the desk. Like, oh, you know, you, yeah. s- you set up, you make some lunch or whatever, but like I'm basically on the desk the whole time. And then, yeah, come like 9 p.m., she literally starts whining. She's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we're supposed to go out. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. See, that's pretty good. You know, yeah. just, you, And also, with, with the dog, is like, it's a bit more meaningful. It's not just you saying, like, stop. And it's like, yeah. well, I could kind of squeeze in another half an hour. You'll never know, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's not happening. Honestly, I've tried really hard to make that happen. And I'll tell people that this is the one I mean, what I'm talking about with the self-employed thing. Mm. The number of people who have burnt out or, like, you know, they they just feel the imbalance of work life, all all that stuff. Mm. Oh, self employed will completely destroy you. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. Because like, there's no escaping. You can't be like, ah, I don't care. It's like, no. You yeah. Know what? You don't care today. Tomorrow morning, you're gonna it's hate gonna, it. Yeah. You're, you're gonna, gonna still hate be it. there. And I'm sure there are people listening, like you know, even if you are like in higher positions in companies or whatever, and you go, I have more responsibilities. You're right. However, you work with other people. That's yeah. a bigger difference. Like yeah. you work, you employ people sometimes, or at least you have a colleagues or team or whatever. In this situation, a very small startup, which is what we're talking about. We're not saying we're the busiest people in the world. Yeah. We're saying that the people in our position that are a one-man startup, basically, the idea of having to make all of the calls and having to think of everything yeah. uh, can be, yeah, can can burn you out. Yeah, for sure. And also remember, you're the decision maker and the doer. Yes. Now, you might say, yeah, well, then hire people to do it. I'm like, yes, I understand that. <laughs> it can all be done by hiring people. But remember, costs all add up as yeah. well. And we're not like regular enough where every single day I have this person sitting there no. waiting for this kind it's of like, job. It's like where the exa- the classic example of what they call now gig economy. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going on off gigs. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's our... You get a gig, you get it. You don't... Then you don't. Exactly, yeah. nothing is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah, so. It, it does kind of balance it itself out. Like I've noticed nowadays that it just somehow evens out every month, whether I get like five gigs or one gig or whatever. Mm. Over the year, it just always seems to even out. Yeah, in that sense, right? So there's that benefit as well. Now, of course, the insecurity and all that stuff, mm. where like, oh, but what if it's not stable? I'm like, buddy, it's it's a life is not stable yeah, as not well. Stable, you can yeah. also have a regular job fired in tomorrow. a bank, and yeah. you get fired tomorrow, or you can be very happy and very secure in the job yeah. and then you get sick and then all of your time is now yeah. dedicated to you know talking to insurance or whatever yeah exactly so, yeah. Yeah. so anything's possible which is why I say like, when people tell me like, oh, I'm like buddy just be no be clear about yourself mm. that's what you want and the same with comedy man I, I tell people it's such a simple thing is that everyone thinks that they can be funny everyone who's like, funny with their friends think that I can be funny as well mm. like anyone can be funny but not everybody can be funny. It's like one of those things yeah. where, like, it's something anyone you can, can be, do. but and no one, not no one, but most people cannot do that for a night yeah. in, night out, night out for Correct. a group of strangers. Yes, yeah, I mean yeah, you yeah. can, but you have to start learning. It's the yeah. same thing, like anything. You can exactly. You can technically anyone can be a brain surgeon. Yeah, but you have to do the work. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. you have to learn how to do the thing. Yeah, the problem with stand up is that it looks so easy, right? And a lot of people is like, yeah, you can make people laugh. I can make people laugh. It's like, yeah, I know, you're I right. Know you have the toolkits. Like I said, a hammer and a nail is very simple, but to build the whole thing is, a, is another matter. Yeah. You know how it works. You know the techniques. You know the skills involved. You know the wooden boards. You know, like, perpendicular angles. And exactly. Everything. But putting it together and making it all work is like, well, that's a different game. And, I, I, and hence what I'm saying, for everyone out there who's like, oh, I want to do my own thing, do, do your own thing. Mm. 
but you have to do the homework of like what does it really involve and can I sustain doing it every day and I tell people like I love comedy the point I've been doing for so many years now that it's no no question of like can I keep doing this like yeah this is what I've been doing already and I'm still here so it's fine but yes there's definitely a lot of like balancing act and look when you have the peak seasons man there have been so many times when I would go day after day and gig after gig after gig where I'm just like by the fourth day and I tell people if I have four gigs continuous on four days by the fourth gig I have no idea where I'm at yeah like, I'm just like, I, I, I can do it. I'll get it done. I'm like reading whatever I have to do. But I'm just like, hold on. Have I said this? Hold on. I'm so <laughs> lost right now. I remember, yeah, and I shared that on a previous episode. I remember doing that on tour when I had, I had like Korea, Japan, and I think something before that. Yeah. And I think by the last gig in whichever country I was in, either Korea or Japan, I woke up, you know, the blinds were down at the hotel and I woke up and it took me about five minutes to know which country I was in. Yeah. And what was happening last night? Not drinking, nothing. But it's just like, it's literally, it's just like the movies. It's complete blur, but also like, am I back home in Shanghai? Am I in a different country? Like, what the fuck? And it's like, it's kind of scary. Yeah. To be like, oh shit, okay. Mm, Yeah. All right, it's coming back. How do I not know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. I tell people, these are the things that you will experience only by doing it. Yeah. Like always, my favorite example I always say is that I never ever thought in my life I'd say no to a buffet. It was only after three days of three buffets per yeah. day on a cruise ship. By the ninth buffet, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I want to jump off. I, I, I need an a la carte. You know, I was like, yeah. I cannot believe I'm saying no to a buffet. I'm like, can I please get a la carte? They're like, oh, sir, it's the same price. I'm like, I just, I just want to. I just want something different. Yeah, just give me, give me one choice. Don't make me choose. You decide. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that precisely. I'm like, wow, anything is possible, man. I mean, the other, the, 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 the last part, I guess, of this, of this puzzle is the fact that if you are away and you can't. Like sometimes you have private gigs or whatever, and then if you can't be there for mm. the to run your regular show, uh, then you're also kind of screwed because that means that you have to rely on other people to basically do your work for you. And aside from having to pay them a significant amount of money, which is fair because they are doing your job, yeah. but also there is not so many people who can actually do yeah your level what, yeah our level of of running the show or whatever. And that also becomes scary because sometimes you're like, you have to go. Like, yeah. you know, something happened or you want to even take a freaking holiday, but you can't, at least I'm speaking for myself. If I want to take a holiday, I cannot afford stopping the shows. Yeah. So I have to make a difficult choice of not go on holiday or have to have someone run it, which again, I'm fine with. But in Hong Kong right now, proper like experienced show runners are like a handful yeah there's not that many and most of them are running their own shows yeah so why would so, they come and do your show yeah yeah, exactly. and, yeah yeah so now i'm like well god damn it yeah so i think that's the hardest thing i tell people like the problem is that let's say you run a business right mm. you have a certain quality standard and you're like oh i want to hire someone to do this for me mm. you know I'll, I'll let them manage it for a week and i'm like let me remind you something if someone has your quality standard chances are they won't work for you exactly right why would yeah. it work for you i'm like buddy i can do it myself why would i need you yeah and i tell people that all the time i said look i i know my standards I know my abilities and everything. I'm like, you want to hire me? I'm like, buddy, the, you have to be able to pay me this amount mm. for me to say I'll stop what I'm doing to do your thing. Now, you might say, well, I'll pay the same amount you make. I'm like, why? Yeah. I, why would I then stop what I'm doing? I love what I do. Why would I have to change it? Yeah, you have to compensate then, me much more for me to stop what I'm doing to do your thing. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's not financially viable. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Hence why you will never be able to get someone like that has that skill level to do your job for you. It's like, well, then no. Yeah. I do my own thing so that's the that's the so how do how would what is the like I mean, I'm sure there are listeners who are more experienced than us in terms of just business running and 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 management and stuff like this how do you get out of this like if how do you hire or you find competent people who are as competent as you are hopefully even better yeah 
and get them to work for you. You and- crush the new generation's confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you make them feel like they're not good enough. Right. But they're actually good enough. Yeah. And you never let them know they're good enough. Oh, that is so smart and evil at the same <laughs> yeah. time. It's like they come, they do the job, and you're yeah. like, ah. Eh. They're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not good enough to do what you're doing. You know, this is fucking sad because now I'm thinking of like a lot of jobs that I had as young. Yeah. That I was so confident that I'm like, maybe I wasn't good at all of them, but like even the stuff that I'm like, oh, I got this, I nailed this. Yeah. And I never got like, like oh my God, this is amazing. It's yeah. always like, I bet the best did. is like, yeah, 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 nice. Okay, you did the job, great. Yeah. Yeah, you get compensated. Fuck, it yeah. was exactly what you're I'm saying. I'm sure it's that, man. I mean, I, I, look, I've always had this weird thinking of the system in Hong Kong, the education system. The reason mm. why they don't like let the kids kind of flourish too much mm. is because they're like, I don't want them to flourish. Sure. I want them to feel like, oh. Because otherwise, you would just come and basically take my job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or compete with me. Correct, yeah. And of course, like the top 10% is like, don't let them know. Just don't let them know that they actually have potential. Damn. Like, uh, you know. So these kinds of things where I'm like, I, I think I'm seeing the cracks <laughs> over here. You know what? I'm going to tell them they're good enough. I don't care about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I would say, look, it, what you can do is that have that person with the talent who's still young, still open to exploration. Yeah. But always be careful because like they will have the curiosity to do it. And if you're unable to keep up with their level, they'll eventually steal everything you have yeah. and do it better than you. Yeah. And now you've let them into your world. Got the they inside, got the yeah. They the got all scoop. the trade secrets. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's a really hard balancing act. And I would say, look, at the end of the day, maybe it's the more you research about the stuff, the more you realize it's not so much about the money anymore. Like people want money, yes, but mm. it's, that's not the highest incentive factor. It's a sense of ownership. It's a yeah. sense of control. That kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, interesting. It's a sense of also like uh, achievement, like or t- doing something, yeah. like that you are proud of and that you are. You, that you, as you said, own. Yeah. Yeah. Correct, Even if yeah. it's not your own business per se, but, you but feel it's like you're part of it. Yeah, you're part of it. You're an actual part of it, as opposed to, yeah, something that you're so disconnected from. Like people always talk about, like you know, the factory workers or the 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 guys at Amazon, oh, yeah, like yeah. the packing guys or whatever. It's like you're so disconnected from the final result yeah. that uh, sometimes you don't even know which country it's going to in yeah, the it world. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're just shipping another box, yeah. and it's just like. Why would you have any ownership? And of course, you have like you know the guy, the HR, the training guy, whatever. Some motivational speakers like we are all part of this. Like, well, yeah, not really, so, because no. I can be replaced with uh, Mark or John or or yeah. Sarah, yeah. and it, there is, the end result is exactly the same. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, hence why you have a lot of skills that are highly replaceable, which yeah. is why they're always replaced <laughs> new people. Yeah. Because that's some someone's like, cheaper. Someone's cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I always tell people. The new, An immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, usually. And that's why I tell the new generation, I'm like, look, make sure that your skill, whatever you're doing is, is not highly replaceable. What's unique about you and you'll figure it out. Luckily for us, it's like with comedy, you know, you don't just hire a comedian. You hire the comedy bits as well. Exactly. So you, you hire get- the comedy bits and then you hire also like the, the last private gig we, get, we did together. Now we're both out of the country. Yeah. Uh, but the last private gig we get to, did together, they didn't just hire two comedians. They also hired basically promoters and yeah. sh- uh, producers, producers yeah. to, to set up the room for them because... And I th- I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast, but like when we told when we they talked to us in the beginning, I'm like, you're not gonna have a show like this. Yeah. This is this is an office from the show The Office. Yeah. Like this is this crazy. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. But then they trusted us that we can t- turn the conference room into something workable, and we did. Yeah. But like, yeah, you can maybe hire a much better comedian, 
but they might not have the production skills yeah. to actually do this properly. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all that stuff added up together. So yeah, that's, it's as simple as that. Just do your thing, uh, figure out what you want to do. But I think the ultimate thing is AI is going to take over everything. <laughs> so just, you know. At I don't think it will take over the, the telling jokes. Like I, I, I know it, it can Chat tell GPT jokes or whatever. That. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it, that human element is very yeah. different. Yeah, when it comes to that human connection thing, I think that I'm very secure about. Mm. But I think also the human error which is what I always say. That's the one thing about art is that it's the it's the, the best art is usually with like some sort of error here, mm. something weird like oh that doesn't make sense, but somehow it just works. Like yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense, but somehow works. And I think that's the one thing with comedy as well. Like somehow I want to listen to the stranger talk to me. Like I hate listening to anyone, but somehow right. I want to be here. I was like oh there you go. Yeah, and there's comedians like famous comedians that you just kind of sa- like the sound of their voice yeah. sometimes, and it's like their style or whatever. It's like yeah, that, that nothing can really replace that. You know? Exactly. Such as this voice <laughs> right over here letting you know that comedy can make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to laugh? I would want you to laugh. For a fee of buying a ticket, you can laugh. <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. Uh, one last thing. The, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, especially if you're in a higher up managerial position and you're thinking there's, there's some very obvious solutions to some of the things. And I'm sure some people are thinking like, Oh yeah, you should just do this and this. Uh, legal of, labor, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> or actual like you know managing advice of like oh no you should divide your time better this uh, way yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Do get, I mean at least for me yeah. I would like this advice from some people who are more experienced than me at running businesses, and because I'm sure that this is we're running into classic problems of like how everyone's to divide your yeah, time. Everyone's gone through that. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's gone through that, and I would like to know the answer. And please don't tell me the answer is to read like a thousand page book. I was going to tell you that just now. I was like, dude, I can give you 20 (laughs) books to read, man. I I just, Uh, I'm just saying I have no time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's why you see like the CEOs on like, uh, on like, like jets like jet, yeah. not jets like flying and reading books yeah they're like it's the only time, it's well, the only time you know what I do yeah. on planes like aside from like watching the movie or whatever what? I go through my photo gallery if uh, I don't have finally delete stuff right and finally just oh, clean up too, my photo dude. gallery yeah, yeah my photo gallery is a <laughs> I, mess I like insist on not doing something productive yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it needs to be done man like yeah. my photo gallery I'm like all these photos from like a year ago I'm like I will never need them I'm like but what if I just want no no just get no. rid of it yeah no, I have also I've never posted a concert in my life no, and I have videos and photos of every concert I've been to this is for nobody pointless nobody <laughs> why do i have like crazy photos by the way like every song is like different you know it's like why unnecessary unnecessary <laughs> just sitting <laughs> on the internet <laughs> it's gonna like on a server that outlast us it's like for nobody yeah nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares uh, that attended fucking metallica in 2013 yeah. it's like sure but great buddy they're yeah. still here so nobody cares right <laughs> yeah oh well there you go so hopefully uh if you're thinking about doing a startup now you know what to expect yeah if yourself if you're employed at the moment you might appreciate this differently yeah and also if you are whoops and if you are uh if you want a genuine advice on like startup or whatever and you want more information where our dms are very open yeah um again speaking for myself you can always message me at the other muhammad and yeah. message vivek on funny vivek and yeah my dms are open my, my replies may not <laughs> <laughs> mine are open yeah. so slide into our dms thank you for all the support and we'll see you at a show hopefully 